Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about the histories of economies simply explained. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right. I am back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast. Those of you who are watching live on Facebook, uh, or <clears throat> I think we should be dropping this on YouTube sometime pretty soon. Um, watching on YouTube, you hey, you really can't see it. You got, I got my new sweater on. It's my, my, my black on black Prayer View sweater. I'm explaining it because I didn't go to Prayer View, but I'm repping HBCUs, you know, PV being... Uh, my wife actually went to PV for a little bit for her master's, but she finished up uh, somewhere else. But but repping HBCU, so I'm not I'm not perpetrating. I am celebrating. Let's get to the episode today, and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. I'm I'm explaining the economy in the context of like factually how it works, and some of the woke per- people who listen, you know, it may it, it may sound like. Uh, hyper hyper conservative, you know. But the you know the the beauty of the country that we live in, you know, what conservatives actually get right, um, even though they don't apply it when it comes to spending for the military, is like the economics part, right? You know. But what the liberals get right is the heart part, caring about people, and so you need both. But I'm going to go ahead and explain this, and people, I'm, I'm putting it in advance. Some people are going to be like, oh, this is like. Conservative liberal, I mean, because there's, there's like, there's, that's the part of what they get right. They get, they're terrible at social stuff, you know, but the economic stuff, um, uh, you know, in general, they're, 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 they're pretty right. And so I'm going to explain what happens to economies over time in a oversimplified analogy um, to keep things simple. And so, and a lot of people who have, may have a similar background as the, the, the character I'm going to describe can 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 better understand it right so so if if you've been someone where you know you grew up in a you know middle lower middle end class or you know poorer type uh community or family right and then you grow up and and you make some money right there's a there's a un if 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 you stay around the community people you grew up with family right and they're they're still struggling but you have money right it's it's just understood that you're going to help out with a lot of different stuff, right? When, whenever the family or somebody needs needs help, everybody comes to you, and so it's 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 not even a question whether you're going to help. It's more of you know how much how much can you help without neglecting uh, your family, right? And so that's natural, and that's normal. And then what ends up happening over time is. You know that person uh, helps the family, and then it just becomes like a you know an, an expectation, right? People begin to just expect, and 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 I've seen uh, you know people who have uh, helped their family whenever they say, "Hey, no, we can't for whatever reasons." You know, forget the fact that they don't even have to have a reason, cause, you know, because because it's theirs. But when they when they can't help, uh, folks get mad. You know, and forget all the times they helped before, right? This is this is real life. A, a real reason why a lot of these 
pro players or actors or people that come from uh, lower income, poor communities um, spend all their money. It's, it's, it's not all on nice stuff. A lot of it is just helping, uh, you know, helping and giving to their community. So this is this is real life. And so now now imagine. Right. Imagine that the people that you're helping in your community, your family uh, can vote away your wealth. Right. So now they can say, hey, we're going to, you know, times are real hard for us for whatever reason. Right. Because this is what happens in an economy. Times get hard. There's a whole lot of reasons. Forget it in the context of this example, but times get hard and or some people are lazy. Right. Really, times get hard because things change and, and, and society doesn't adapt, which that's a whole episode. But let's say they can vote away uh, your wealth. Like, I don't think anybody, agree, you know, um, would disagree that if the people who are struggling and who you've been helping voluntarily could vote away more money they would right and so this is what happens right they the, the if that could happen and they began to take too much wealth from um, the person who uh, who worked hard sacrificed all those years saved money were putting in 80 hours a week right when everybody else was not right they were adjusting to the times they were doing those things and other people weren't it gets to a point where they get, they begin to resent uh, their community, their family, because they're like, "Well, hey, listen, like I, I didn't say anything before, but you know, I was the one putting in hours, you know, I, I was the one saving my money when you were spending it all on toys and things and everything. I was the one educating myself and constantly educating myself to keep pace the pace of change when you spent all your time playing video games or watching TV, and I still helped you, and now you want to vote away as much of my wealth as can." I'm going to leave and I'm going somewhere else and I'm going to go to a community in the area where um, people are, uh, they understand principles of building wealth. They work hard. Uh, they save their money. Uh, I don't, I don't have to uh, save everybody and they leave. Right. And, and at a micro level, this actually happens to people. <clears throat> and at a macro level, um, this is what happens to, uh, you know, two economies, you know, o- over and over and over again in history, right? The, I call them the entrepreneurs or the people that drive the wealth of an economy um, as, as the country gets richer, uh, but things deteriorate and more people are struggling. Then the, the leaders of the, of the area say, hey, and, and, and leaders, right, p- you know, politicians are really just rent seekers, right? Politicians are not the wealth creators. They maintain their power, through voting, and what is a you know, if you're a leader, what's an easy target? The small, the small group of people, right? Because it's eighty twenty in everything. Meaning, eighty percent of your results come from twenty percent of 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 what you do, right? Or eighty percent of the people, if you if you've done a group project, you know, uh, or twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the work, right? And so let me reverse that: twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the work. So a small minority, you know do a lot. And, and you could apply that to anything, right? Everything in life kind of works that way. It's one of those weird how the universe works things. And so um, and so s- since you have that as a, as a politician, you're like, cool, like if, there's, if it's if 80 percent, you know, it's easy for me to pick on that 20 percent that has everything that the 80 percent wants. Right. So let me go. Let me go do that. And let me go recruit all these people over here and then vote away their money. Like it, like Texas and Florida are the reciprocants of California and New York being super, uh, 
uh, hostile towards people with money. And let me also delineate, there are also people with money that are also rent seekers, meaning they got their money with ill-gotten gains. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the actual like wealth builders who don't mind helping the community, but when it becomes hostile, right, they, they leave, right? So this happens over and over and over again throughout history. Those people that built the wealth, they'll take, in the old days, they would just take their gold, right, which, is, which was their wealth, uh, and their talents, that they would move it to a different region of the world that was more respectful of property rights, wealth building rights. And this happens over and over and over again. So where am I going with this, right? So we, we, are, we are living in a time today where the whole world is going through that cycle. And so there at the moment are, you know, quote unquote, few places to run, like in, you know, like America's still the best place of all places. But even in America, like I said, they're coming, they're leaving California, New York and coming to Texas and Florida. But what's going to happen in, in, in my, in my site is that a lot of, a lot of these countries are going to start competing globally for uh, that talent. Um, you take El Salvador as, a, as an example. El Salvador made Bitcoin legal tender, uh, which means Bitcoin is not taxable when you buy and sell. They don't have property taxes. And so if, you know, if you're, if you're well to do, um, you are now looking at, hey, let me maybe move my, my, my uh, residence to a country that's more favorable to people that are well to do, right? Like this is going to happen um, because people are not going to get abused by society for for too long, right? And 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 why am I explaining the impact? I'm not making this a political uh, show. I'm just explaining. Once you understand the context of like how history works and what's gonna you know happen next, then you can understand why. Okay, um, the system also reform around a new type of money, right? And so the the signal of rich people getting into Bitcoin, banks getting in, countries adopting it, right? You can kind of see. Okay. This is a this is a new form of money that that no matter what jurisdiction you live, right, you're able to use that as your base layer uh, asset, right? Your base layer money, international currency, like Stephen talked about on his podcast. And then you begin to understand the virtual uh, aspect of this thing, where you got Facebook becoming Meta. You know, you have Zoom blowing up, right? Because now, uh, if you're a company. Uh, you you can headquarters wherever you want, and you can also get talent to work for you wherever you want. And so this leads to, again, more of the competition for countries because it's the only game they have, right? What, you either compete from an economic standpoint or you become a tyrant to your people like what China does. Now, it really only works for China, and that's only going to work for so long. It ain't working in America you know what I mean? Uh, and it, I mean, look at what's happening in France right now. You know, people are like storming the streets and, you know, you know, trashing, uh, uh, not trashing, you know, protesting stores that have mask mandates, right? There's just a certain culture in the West where it's like um, the government's not going to oppress me, right? And so, and so you have, so you pay attention to that and, 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 and you're watching and we're moving into a whole new more world. And I, and my point in saying this is really twofold too. Um, it may seem maybe some doom and gloom to some, but I'm actually excited because now merit matters, right? You you know the privilege of um, living in a specific country and getting all the benefits because you live in that country economically, like we have in America, has gone. 
But it also means if you're a wealth builder and you understand those principles, you now are going to have a lot more freedom, a lot more competition for countries that want to compete with you because you're, it's going to be easier to not get abused uh, in, in the local area. So let me, let, me, let, me, let me summarize. The world's changing a lot. Being a digital nomad or a country nomad is becoming easier. Uh, the money is changing. The economies around the money is changing. How we work is changing. These are all great investment opportunities, things that I've been talking about forever. Um, and once you understand the paradigm shift, taking out your you know, personal uh, political view and just understand like this is like human is just, this is the way we work, right? That's why I use the analogy of, um, of a person that had money with people who didn't. Like people, if, 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 whether you have money or not, you know who that rich uncle or aunt was in your family that everybody went to, right? Or you might be that rich uncle or aunt and you can understand that like, it doesn't matter what color you are, what part of the, where you live, right? This is just what humans do, right? And there's no difference in a family, in a country, right? In a democracy, in a com- you know, in a communist regime, like this is just like, this is just what look, look what they did to Jack Ma in China, you know, they brought him down. Um, now, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why he didn't move. Maybe I don't, maybe they got trackers on him and he can't move. That's a whole, that's a whole different deal. But it's important to understand these things if you're if you're building wealth for the future, because these these paradigm shifts create huge investment opportunities and allows you to make potentially a lot of money if you bet right so hope this helps y'all until next week enjoy your weekend if you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals philip offers complimentary consults through his company stonehill wealth management for more information log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk that's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.